Hello and welcome back to our program, The Persian Magi. The storyline that we are following is that we have dual deities who are a father and a daughter. The father is a devil who is moon and the daughter is a god or the god. And she is sometimes depicted as sun and sometimes depicted as a star. Mostly in Mesopotamia, she is the star or Ishtar. No, the storyline that we are following is that the monotheistic religions have always tried to kill the woman in order to make a one a male and single god who is favorite of the kings and the priests. Since the major symbol of the uh, woman god has been the bull or the car, they have always tried to kill the car or kill the bull. We have discussed the story before and right now I'm going to tell you about the kings of ancient Babylonia, Assyria and also the kings of Persia. You see, for example, in the ruins of the Persepolis, the palace of ancient Iranian Achaemenid um, Persian kings, there is pictures of Ka being killed. Or uh, sometimes in those uh, pictures of ancient Assyria remaining from Nineveh, you see that a bearded man is uh, the head of a Ka. It means that the bearded man is trying to impose himself instead of the Ka, because Ka was so sacred and holy for the people. And this king or the priest is trying to depict himself instead of the Ka. Later on, they just tried to kill the Ka once and for all. So you have religions like Mithraism. In Mithraism, even though Mithra in the very uh, ancient beginning in Persia, in India, has been a female, but later on Mithra is depicted as a male god with that stupid Phrygian hat on her, his head. He is always killing a car. In all temples of Mithraism, this is nothing but slaughtering the car. Car slaughter has been a unique thing about uh, among the Romans. It means they have always been killing the woman. Let me go a little bit deeper into the story. And uh, I don't want to forget about the son. Son is always also given to, to the woman and we will discuss about it later. But in the times of the ancient Babylonia, even though the Ishtar was the greatest god among the people, but uh, we see around the um, year 3,800 years ago, Hammurabi, the king of Babylonia, uh, has depicted himself on an stele, and he is receiving his crown from Shamash, who is the sun god, not from Ishtar. Uh, later on, they created Marduk, and Marduk is against Ishtar. In 612 BC, 
the Medes and Babylonians attacked Assyrian Empire. Assyrian Empire in those times had a sun god with two wings. We know that sun was the symbol of Hathor, the ancient Egyptian co-devil, the female devil. And again, those wings belong to Isis. So they had mixed the two symbols of the female god together and they had made a flying sun who was male and who was Ashur. Sometimes they had problem making people understand that this is not a female but this is a male god. Uh, therefore, this bearded character of the man or king, the priest, because Assyrians were king priests, they, they just put it in the middle of the, this symbol. And in this period, you see uh, bearded priests or king priests who are flying. They have wings. How I should say quite stupid. Later on, the um, Assyrians were brought down by uh, the Medes and Babylonians, to be proper. But in the ruins of the castle of Nineveh, there have been lots of uh, tablets which uh, have written the story of Gilgamesh. Um, I'm trying to say that these king priests were trying to uh, replace the woman with a male god. In the other hand, the other thing they do, they were creating stories against the woman, against the female god. This story of Gilgamesh or Epic of Gilgamesh, which some people consider it the oldest story found in the history of mankind. This story of Gilgamesh is against women. Let me tell you part of the story of Gilgamesh and tell you why we believe that it is against women and it is against Ishtar. Uh, this Gilgamesh, in fact, is an uh, anti-god hero who is worshipping Shamash. And Shamash is the sun god, the male sun god. He goes to fight against the god Ishar, and Ishar goes to her great-grandfather Anu. You remember Anu, we have talked about him, this, the sky god, apparently because Enlil, Shamash, and Marduk are all against Ishtar. She has no protector but Anu, and of course her father Sin. She asks Anu to give her the bull of the sky. The cow of the sky is Taurus. You know the constellation of Taurus. That is the god and the cow of the sky, the bull of the sky. In fact, first of all, Ishtar is the cow and she always have the cow. Uh, she is Taurus. That's why she is called Ishtar. Ishtar is the combination of Isis and Taurus, Ishtar. But in this story, Ishtar doesn't have the cow and she has to borrow it from Anu. Anyways, uh, she borrows it from him and brings Taurus down to the earth 
and this uh, bull, the heavenly bull, fights uh, Gilgamesh and his friend Enkidu, uh, and the cow is gets defeated. This is the story that the kings have made up. After they have killed the cow, and we will see that in all the stories of the kings and priests, the cow is defeated and being slaughtered. Ishtar is standing on the walls of the city and, and cursing Gilgamesh, according to the story. Uh, Enkidu tears a hind leg of the cow and throws it to the face of Ishtar and says, uh, if I can put my hands on you, I will do the same thing to you. You will have your entrails on your side. The story writes, Ishtar then uh, gathers, I'm trying to say the same words, gathers the crimped, the crimped or crimped uh, harlots and prostitutes and courtesans and orders them to mourn for the cow. You see the story is so derogatory using such words. Only the harlots and the prostitutes are the following Ishtar and they are mourning for the cow. Since these clay tablets was found from Nineveh, some scholars believe that uh, it is written at the time of Ashur Banipal, the great uh, priest king of Ashur. But uh, I think this hostility towards Ishtar has been something standing for, from very long times. Because as I said, the very ancient kings of Babylonia uh, were crowning themselves with the hand of Shamash. Later on, um, you see, just I do, don't, don't want you to miss the line of the story. First of all, we have Enlil, who is against Ishtar and goes to Underworld. Later on, there is Shamash, whose Hammurabi is crowning in his name. And he is the consort of Ishtar, but he is made up against her. And later on, in baby, later Babylonia, we have Marduk. And this Marduk is again a male bearded god. And in those times, uh, the Ishtar was depicted as a dragon. In the picture, since kings were always trying to make ridicule of Ishtar, uh, Marduk has a dragon pet. Is, is, it's called uh, Mushushu. And this dragon pet Mushushu is so um, ridiculous, just like a winged dog. And in the great gate, Ishtar gate of Babylonia, those kings of that, those times, the Nebuchadnezzar and so on, they had depicted Ishtar with Mushushu and Mushushu was always under the feet of Marduk. When you see the picture of Marduk, it is always standing on a dragon, and it is his pet. It means they have not removed Ishtar, but they have reduced her to a pet who is always under the feet of Marduk. Later on, Marduk has a son. His name is Nabu, 
you see the name of Nabu in names like Nabukadnazar or Nabupolsar. Uh, Nabu too is bearded just like his father and he is standing on a dragon. It means that they are humiliating and contempting Ishtar. Later on, something happened in Babylonia at around 540 years BC. There came uh, Nebonidus uh, from the Chaldean dynasty and uh, he was worshipping Sin and Ishtar. And uh, he, he was against Marduk. What happened? The uh, Cyrus, uh, the king of Anshan at that time, later on known as the Cyrus the Great of Persia, uh, later on, uh, Cyrus attacked Babylonia. Most Iranians think that Cyrus was uh, worshipping Ahura Mazda of Iran. But uh, from what we find in the cylinder of Cyrus, we see that he, the Cyrus the Great, doesn't know anything about Persia. There is no name of Persia in his writings. Cyrus doesn't know anything about Mazda or Ahura Mazda. He is not his god. And the most importantly, the cylinder of Cyrus uh, says that I am the worshipper of Marduk and I am scared of Marduk and Marduk is the highest and greatest god and I have attacked Babylonia because Nabonidus and his son Belshazzar they have been against Marduk and they were insulting Marduk. So this is the whole story of a Persian um, attack to Babylonia. The Cyrus was a worshipper of Marduk and he attacked Babylonia because Babylonia had returned to the worship of the dual deities of the Magi, the uh, Sin, Moon Devil and Ishtar the God. Thank you for watching.